0: the most immense pleasure to say to you, ladies and gentlemen, Gladys Knight and the Pips! Hi, friends. I'm Alison Russell. I'm a Grammy-nominated singer, songwriter, poet, and activist. All month, I'll be your guest host for Romanica as we explore the contributions of Black women in music. Today, we're talking about a legend known as the Empress of Soul. Her repertoire boasts no fewer than seven Grammys, two number one Billboard Hot 100 singles, 11 number one R&B hits, and an induction into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Let's talk about Gladys Knight. Gladys was born in Atlanta, Georgia on May 28, 1944. She's one of four children born to Sarah and Merrill Knight Sr. From a young age, Gladys knew she wanted to sing. She debuted at the age of four at her church, but by the time she was seven, she won a televised performance contest on Ted Mack in the original amateur hour. In 1952, the Knight siblings formed the group that would dominate music charts for nearly three decades. When a record player scratched to a halt at a family party, Gladys her brother Bubba, her sister Brenda, and cousins Eleanor and William performed instead. They did so well, they formed a music group. The Pips, as they named themselves, began singing at local venues before recording their first single with Brunswick Records in 1957. They were versatile performers whose pitch-perfect harmonies and extensive choreography attract their audiences. They sang R&B, gospel, soul, and pop music across genres. In 1959, Brenda and Eleanor left the group to get married and were replaced by Langston George and Edward Patton, another cousin. A year later, Gladys herself also got married to a musician, James Newman Sr. They had two children. By 1960, the Pips were regularly touring, and in 1966, they experienced major success at famed Motown Records. There, they recorded hits like I Heard It Through the Grapevine, if I were your woman and neither one of us and toured as the opening act for the Supremes, it said Gladys was the one who sent Motown Records the Jackson 5's first demo tape after seeing them perform at amateur night at the Apollo. In 1973, the Pips moved from Motown to Buddha. There, they found immediate success with hits like Where Peaceful Waters Flow and Midnight Train to Georgia. Leaving. Leaving. On that train the train. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At Buddha, the Pips recorded a streak of top 10 R&B hits and earned Grammy Awards for Best R&B Performance by a duo or group with vocals. Also in 1973, Gladys and her husband divorced. She then married a music producer named Barry Hankerson the next year. They would divorce seven years later, in 1981. The Pips continued to produce major hits into the 1980s, though a series of legal issues forced them to record separately until signing a new recording contract. With Love Overboard, their first single under MCA Records, the Pips topped both pop and R&B charts at the end of the decade. In the 70s and 80s, Gladys began exploring a career beyond her music with the Pips. She made her silver screen debut in 1976's Pipe Dreams. The Pips recorded the movie's soundtrack. She also became a familiar face on TV and film, including guest appearances on Benson, The Jeffersons, A Different World, and Living Single, to name a few. Gladys also launched into humanitarian work, She appeared in the AIDS benefit anthem, That's What Friends Are For, alongside Dionne Warwick, Elton John, and Stevie Wonder. In 1989, Gladys Knight and the Pips finished their final tour, and Gladys branched out to a solo career. She continued to tour and record throughout the 1990s, and experienced no shortage of accolades, including multiple Grammy Awards, American Music Awards, NAACP Image Awards, and Soul Train Awards. She also recorded the theme song for License to Kill, a 1989 Bond film. In 1996, Gladys and the Pips were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Gladys had a two-year marriage to author and motivational speaker Les Brown. In 1997, the year of their divorce, Gladys joined the Church of the Latter-day Saints. She then created and directed the Grammy Award-winning LDS Mormon Choir, Saints Unified Voices. In 2001, she married her fourth husband, corporate consultant William McDowell. Also in 2001, Gladys became a solo Grammy winner with her sixth solo album, At Last. And three years later, her collaboration with Ray Charles, Heaven Help Us All, won her another Grammy. Gladys currently lives in Nevada, where she serves as a judge on BET's Apollo Live. For both her solo work and her time with the Pips, and with no fewer than two songs inducted into the Grammy Hall of Fame, Gladys is known and revered as a history-defining voice, uninhibited by genre or era, and still going strong. All month long, we're highlighting Black musicians. Wamanica is a Wonder Media Network production. Special thanks to co-creators Jenny and Liz Kaplan, who invited me to guest host this month. Talk to you tomorrow. Hey listeners, before you go, I want to tell you about another show you should check out, called In Case You Missed It, Slate's podcast about internet culture. It's a show for people who have a healthy relationship with the internet, made by people who really, really don't. It's hosted by Slate's Madison Malone-Kircher and Rachel Hampton. Twice a week, they'll explore what's trending at the top of your feeds, investigate the ghosts of internet past, and help you sound like the smartest person in your group chat. Episodes drop every Wednesday and Saturday. Search I-C-Y-M-I wherever you get your podcasts. That's I-C-Y-M-I. Podcast that's extremely online, so you don't have to be.